There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is Soccer 101 with Moon and Rockio. All right, all right. Welcome back. It is Soccer 101 with Moon and Rockio. And uh, we got a lot of stuff, even though, you know, there hasn't been too much as far as uh, St. Louis City SC. There is a lot of stuff that's coming up. Plus, we're going to touch on a few things today. Um, salaries. They just released a big list. Rockio was just showing me a, a whole list of top paid players and what they're making and Honestly, it's it's pretty interesting. Plus, I'm going to compare that. You can read that list, and I'll read you the list of the averages, the averages that professionals <laughs> make in each league, just so you can kind of like, you know, make, make, I mean, we're all about perspective here. We're going to help you gain some perspective. Uh, hopefully, you've been following along this year with St. Louis City SC. We'll get into uh, them being top of the table. they got one, one more match remaining here in regular season, and then it's playoff time, baby. Um, but, uh, that, and there's some big news going on overseas. Of course, the international break, uh, the U S destroyed Ghana four to nothing. Uh, I believe Reina got a brace there. We'll, we'll touch on all that kind of stuff, but I'm really interested because I saw a lot of pictures and videos, Rocchio of Sam Adeniron coming into your show in the morning here on, on, on ESPN. And I heard nothing about this. Did you guys get an interview? Why was I not? Uh, why was I not notified? Why didn't I get a picture with Sam? What the heck happened? Yeah, it was so much fun, and it really was a special day. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, just to kind of, you know, let everyone peek behind the curtain a little bit. A few weeks ago, uh, City texted me, and they were like, hey, uh, you guys had Sam Adenaran on a few a few months ago, you know, right when, right when he was, you know, first came into the first team, and he talked about VAPS, Dynasty Clothing, which is the clothing brand that him and his family all co-owned together. And they were like, hey, we want to, he wants to kind of partner with Carrie even get carry like a custom set of his like you know classic uh you know african clothing Damn. and they, yeah so they got together carry got you know measured out he got fitted out and then they texted me and, it, and they made it even better because that's a, that's a cool enough thing that collab right there i love that so much you know when sam told us about that i was all for it i, I wanted to keep you know pumping it up and talking because he, he keeps showing up to the post-game press conferences in his own um outfits his own suits and he's out dressing almost everybody on the team and it's his own style which you just gotta respect that so anyhow they then double down they text me and they say hey we want to surprise carrie in studio with the with the outfit because it's it's finished it's ready to go we want to surprise carrie in studio and so we did the full thing and, and you know how hard it can be in radio with when you got the rundowns and you're preparing everybody to kind of bake in a surprise yeah we're able to pull it off uh we're gonna we're gonna you know, you're going to see Sam Adeniran talking to the opening drive uh, on the podcast today. Obviously, we're going to play a clip from there. But um, you can go see the full, like, reveal where he gave Carrie the outfit um, on the 101 ESPN socials, Twitter, Instagram, all of those. It was a really special moment. And then Sam, what he's doing with his family, with the clothing line, is so special. And obviously what he's doing on the field, uh, pretty pretty cool, too, if you're a City fan. Yeah, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching the video that you guys posted up on Facebook. Um, but I still, oh yeah. Okay. So he's bringing in the shirt. That's cool. What, what's yeah, it called? Here, Vaps? It's called Vaps and it, and it stands for, uh, it, it's him and his siblings names. I'm, and I'm not going to disrespect any of his siblings by, by butchering their names. You can hear it in the video. He runs down 
what all their name is obviously the S in Vaps being for Sam Samuel. So it's is it, it was he kind of explains in the video there. I can't think I put it in, in, in the in the clip we were able to get on Twitter because we're, it's got to be kind of short. Uh, I think I was able to get it in there and talk about how where he talks about how you know his mom and his uncle were like let's do this and it's him and his brothers and his sisters they all co co own it. I haven't gotten to find out, but I'm very interested in the future. My next question for Sam is going to be, I'm like, all right, what's the input you're putting into the designs? You know, how much, how much are you putting in the designs actually? Is it just like, like a, a final cut kind of thing? Yeah. Where he just gets the final look and he goes, that's good. Let's roll. So yeah, it's really special. I mean, you can see the, the shirt CD holds up. He, it's got the CD embroidered on it, you know, so it's, it's customized. It's got a matching pair of pants. It's really awesome stuff. It's really special what he pretty, does. Yeah, pretty Sam, sick. Sam, yeah, Sam's awesome. Pretty sick. Headquartered in Houston, Vaps is uh, it's Vaps Dynasty, so v a p s d c dot com. Uh, multi-dimensional custom fashion label that specializes in bespoke formal attire, ranging from suits, tuxedos, and more. That's a lot of words that I can't afford to wear. Um, yeah, I know. I really want to get a suit from there. It's yeah, they they got they got awesome. men's natives and women's native stuff, like you were saying. But there's there's a bunch of suits, and the suits are dope looking. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's cool. I, I was just jealous. I saw a video, and I was like, what? I'm right down the street, Matt. Come yeah, on, man. I'm sorry, Moon. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm I right apologize. down the hallway. Tell me. I apologize. When, tell me it when was, Sam's in. But the, but the really th the special thing, and we're going to get to it right now. The really cool thing was, you know, we, we got a chance to talk to Sam right before the end of the year, and and really we kind of kind of put a cap on it. You hear Brooke and Carrie here. They kind of ask him about, you know, how has it been over the season to see the growth of this team and now leading in the playoffs. So. Let's give it over to uh, Carrie and Brooke earlier this week on the opening drive on 101 ESPN this past Monday. You can check out the full interview at 101ESPN.com. Here we go. It's like I always tell people, it's been a blessing. Yeah. It's been great to, to be out there with them and then to do what you've done to accomplish what we've accomplished already, you know, and to still have so much more to accomplish right. is amazing, you know, so. So, yeah, I mean, it's been great. We've been talking about you guys so much about this inaugural season with City SC. I know that the outside world didn't have many expectations or high expectations mm -hmm. for the first season here in St. Louis. But you guys seem to have this strong belief that that wouldn't be the case. And it has paid off. I mean, just seeing the transition and just the growth from this, what has it been like for you just experiencing that? You know, I mean... Yeah, obviously at the beginning of the season, we had some, some doubters and some naysayers. But, I mean, also at the end of the day, we don't really focus too much on that. Obviously, we use it as motivation, but it's not our, our main focus. You know, at the beginning of the season, um, Bradley was just telling us to be us, you know, and, and to stick to our principles. And, you know, and that's what we did. So, I mean, yeah, it's a credit to the to the guys, credit to the staff, and credit to the organization. You said that you, though, I remember I saw this interview where you said that you guys had printed off what everybody mm -hmm. predicted that you would finish as. So you were paying attention a little bit, but mm -hmm. using it as kind of motivation and bulletin board mm -hmm. material, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't the main focus, but we, we definitely had our had our eye on it a little bit. So. One more home game, regular mm -hmm. season home game, and then yeah. the playoffs start. I know you... you as players, we, we try to focus on what's important. Obviously, the next mm -hmm. game is the, the important one this mm -hmm. weekend. Mm -hmm. But you have to be excited about having the playoffs have to run through St. Louis on the western side. Just knowing that teams have to come here and you mm -hmm. all are going to be locked in, dialed in, and know what that means uh, mm -hmm. for the opportunity that I'm sure when you all signed up, this was what you wanted, an exactly. opportunity to win it all. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, M MLS playoffs are, are crazy. You know, they're, they're fun. <laughs> they're fun. So, um 
So, yeah, I mean, it, we're definitely, of course, we're focused on the next game. That's what's most important right now. But obviously, yeah, everyone has playoffs in their mind. They're, they're excited for it. We're ready for it, you know. So, so, yeah, we're just taking it one step at a time. And hopefully we can, you know, come up with something big. There it is. You heard it right there from Sam Adenner. And maybe they can come up with something big, Moon. you got to love the just development of this team and obviously just the, the mindset. They, they're locked in this last game and definitely for the playoffs yeah speaking of that last game that's coming up this weekend i'm gonna miss it i'm out in vegas playing the uh when we were young festival but it's gonna be fun i know that um you know top top of the western conference here uh playing seattle this is happening on saturday the 21st that's all going down it's it is free by the way it is one of the apple tv free broadcasts uh and it's happening here at city park it's a home match and then don't forget the following day is a big um it's kind of like a, it's it seems to me like a celebratory thing about the all the success that we've had this first season and a launch party they're calling it a playoff launch party uh, happening on sunday that's one to three down at the stadium it's on the eastern side of the city park in that lou fuse plaza it's a party for all ages they're encouraging everybody to come out i think it actually may even be pet friendly don't quote me on that don't be bringing dogs down and saying moon said it was fine but uh I, look that up first um but uh, did you hear what they're going to do they're going to be launching um, all the playoff merch, like a whole bunch of like oh, they're, they're doing a drop, nice. bro. They're doing a drop. That's how uh, you do it. That's how you do it. That's yeah, how you man. Drop right. <laughs> so they're doing a. They're going to drop the official club design playoff merch, and uh, there's like a big all for city uh, 2023 playoff sign that you can get, like a collector's kind of thing. Uh, games, activities, foods, drinks, giveaways. Uh, I think even may maybe some live music. Um, so that that'll be fun. It's going to be a heck of a weekend down at City Park. Hopefully, you guys have uh, have great weather. I'm super 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 bummed to be missing it, but. I'll have a I'll have a good time out there playing a couple festivals and I'm gonna check out that U2 Sphere. Have you seen that thing? Yeah, that sphere is pretty cool. You know, just uh, bring us back a review, Moon. Um, and, and obviously that's gonna you know I'm I'm sorry you're missing it, but it's not gonna be as you know potentially happy as a game as it could have been. You know, a couple more losses for St. Louis City, a couple more wins for Seattle. This could have been an absolute haymaker of a duel. It's gonna be really interesting to see what players we see from Bradley Carnell and City, considering. There's not a lot on potentially, uh, you know, there for, for City to kind of earn or, or lose on decision day. Yeah, Seattle, I'm sure, is is going to want um, better home field advantage and all that yep. by overtaking LAFC. LAFC currently at 51 points. Seattle has 50. Uh, St. Louis comfortably at 56. Uh, either way, it's all for pride. It's all for it's all for points. It's all for practice as well, especially going into the playoffs. It's going to be an interesting round one. Don't forget round one is a best of three series. And then it goes into like a classic knockout uh, type of stage. So that, that, but the best of three, um, it's going to be tiring. It's going to be interesting because you're going to see teams adjust at the half uh, on the, on, on game one. And then you're going to see teams adjusting <laughs> in games two and game three, if, if need be. So it's going to be uh, an adjustment. Uh, obviously, you know we've played a little bit of tournament ball, um, but this is this is big stuff. Playoffs, our first our first playoffs, our first season. What a what an incredible incredible opportunity! By the way, we were talking like if we were in top ten here at the table, um, that it would be a success, and uh, and here we are, top of the West, kicking butt, looking looking sharp, looking so smart, like we knew what we were talking about, saying this team might be pretty good. Uh, but there's a lot going on. You want to get into the uh, the salaries? No, well, really quickly because you were you were touching on some of the games from from Saturday. Oh, yeah, so I yeah. Get on Saturday really quickly because you actually that. we're just throwing up a couple of things. So I'm going to throw up the league standings. Uh, we updated these uh, uh, on the 18th, and you were just pointing out kind of the, the chance that Seattle, like you said, if they get a win, 
Um, the average speed will jump up to 53 points, and they can they can jump over LAFC. Obviously, that doesn't really affect City until maybe a much later round. So not necessarily something we're going to focus on, but there are some matches you want to look at. We put it over here on the right side of the screen that could be affecting mainly the league schedule or the, the, the two things we're going to look at, those top two matches, Columbus Crew versus Montreal, and then the New England Revolution versus Philadelphia Union. Why does that matter? Because you look at the league standings. You have City and Cincinnati above you, Orlando City, that is. Above you, you can't catch them anymore. But right there, that 3-4-5 is what can shift come decision day right there because it's only one point separating 3-4-5. and five. City's in that third spot. If Philadelphia Union gets a win, if Columbus Crew gets a win and City fails to, obviously they drop down all the way from third to fifth. And now we're looking at four teams, the top four seeds in the East, that if they cruise through their half, they're hosting that MLS Cup game no matter who it's against, essentially. Um, and so those are the two ones to watch there. Can Montreal pull off an upset? New England's obviously a very good team. They're potentially pushing for home field in the East, so obviously that's going to be a big match for them, too, because if you look over at the East standings, Columbus uh, Columbus Crew is just three point, uh, two points ahead of New England Revolution, so three very crucial points for there. So no one's going to be really dawdling around or screwing around because even Montreal FC, who's playing the Columbus crew, they even got to protect their eighth seed because you look at the bottom of the East, everything's clumped up there. Five teams battling for two spots. They all are available. Charlotte FC can completely change that with the game on Wednesday night as they have a two for a home and home against Miami on Wednesday. And then Saturday, they still have two games left to play. So there's a lot that can change over here in the league standings. And then these other four matches that I've highlighted here, Moon, this is all about the, the match for the eight and nine spots in the West. Yeah. So this is all about that first round for St. Louis City SC. So right there, LA Galaxy, Dallas FC, Dallas and the San Jose Earthquakes, you see it highlighted there under the West. San Jose, uh, excuse me, Dallas just had a tie, so that um, moved them up above um, the San Jose Earthquakes from the ninth to the eighth spot. But right there, Dallas FC, again, can they pull off three points? That will guarantee them a spot right off the bat. The Timbers and the Dynamo, again, the Timbers have to fight off everybody else. If Sporting Kansas City gets a win and, you know, Dallas gets a win and San Jose gets a win, well, if Portland doesn't get a win, those teams will all jump them at 46 points and 44, 44 points, respectively. So the Portland Timbers have to get a win against the Houston Dynamo, who, again, are trying to fight for a better spot above the Seattle Sounders, potentially. It all connects. So, again, San Jose Earthquakes, they need a big win. And then, obviously, whoever gets the win out of Sporting Kansas City and Minnesota United, if there's a win, obviously one point of draw helps neither of those teams. So if either of those squads gets a win, they put themselves in the potential to jump above losers of the Timbers, Dallas FC, and San Jose Earthquakes. So there's six really big matches other than just City playing the Seattle Sounders. Obviously, City needs to get their win there to clinch you know, a, the best spot as possible in the league that they can get, a.k.a. the third spot. So all of those matches are going to be interesting to watch. The Columbus Crew match uh, versus Montreal and the Revolution versus Union match will be two hours earlier. So those will be locked away, and you'll pretty much know what the league standings look like going into the Seattle match. All the other four, they're all Western Conference. So guess what? They're playing at the same time as St. Louis and Seattle. So there's your rundown of what matters coming up here on Saturday. And look at that. I mean, top 10 in the league. Um, 
in the in the top ten in the entire league, there's only three that have fifty or up. There's only two in the West that have. I'm sorry, I'm talking about just the West. There's only two yep. that have over fifty. LAFC at number seven. We are the only in the top. We are the only team in the top six of the entire league that's from the West, um, which is awesome. At the same time, like it's it really does matter when you're talking about an MLS Cup and that home field advantage. Man, I mean, we, we want to finish as well as we can, and, and and third is like you said, is is as good as possible, and then just root against Orlando and Cincinnati, and hope for a possible MLS Cup here at City Park. Dreams do come true, um, but I was wondering because I I know that you mentioned something about uh, the team rosters and yes. the pay. And one of the top teams, if not a, a, like the majority of the top teams performance-wise in the MLS are on the low end of the pay. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about this. So the lowest payrolls in the entire league, Orlando City, you just saw it. They're second overall. Second in the league place, this year. lowest <laughs> lowest payroll. Lowest payroll in the entire league at $9.6 million, just if you want some gradation here. That's followed by Montreal, who again is fighting for a playoff spot. St. Louis City is at 11.1 million, tops in the West. New York Red Bulls, again, who, who play pretty much late into the season, but but you know are, are on the outside looking in. And then the Philadelphia Unions, who who were the uh, played in the MLS Cup last year for the Eastern Conference, and are at the tops of the Eastern Conference this year. That's the five lowest. That's four playoff teams potentially. And at the very top, if you look at the very highest paid overall players. All over the place, it's non-playoff squad. It's Lionel Messi for Inter-Miami, Lorenzo Insigne for Toronto FC, uh, Zoran Shakiri for Chicago Fire, Chicharito for LA Galaxy, and another Toronto player in Federico Bernardeschi. So, I mean, that's all un- you know, those guys are not playing in the playoffs. In fact, I think somebody put out that right now of the top 10 highest paid players in the MLS, only one of them right now is guaranteed to be playing in the playoffs. One other one, I think, could win one of the spots right now. I'm trying to find the top ten list. I lost all my all my research that I had up here before the show. Um, That's I'll be find that top ten list because it's just insane the way that the team soccer takes over the the, yeah. the one big player. Yeah, I mean, you can have an anchor guy, but uh, that's it's it is a beautiful sport for a lot of beautiful reasons, and that's just one of them. Very, very, very cool. Um, I would like so you said uh, the the well first of all going going back just to Messi and Miami that doesn't count I'm, I'm I I fully think that if Messi was here from the beginning of the season they'd be a playoff team. Speaking of money, if you were a billionaire, what team would you buy? I would throw my stake into some uh, Manchester United just because of the brand and all that kind of stuff. And it looks like Sir Jim Ratcliffe is to buy 25% stake of Manchester United. What do you think 25% stake of Man U is worth? Rakio, what would you pay for that? 29%? 25%. 25%. So, I mean, Man U's got to be one of the most valuable brands in the entire world. If NFL teams go for $5 billion now, I, I got to think an EPL team goes for that too because while it's, you know it's it's soccer and globally it's like you, you have you have the Chinese markets you have the Arab markets you have you have the American markets um, so I got to think thirty percent of you know five five and a half billion I got to think that that's going to cost you like one point that's going to cost you you know one point five one point seven five billion bucks. Gosh, dude, you're really good at this. $1.58 billion has been offered for 25% stake of the club. It is on the table. This is a petrochemical billionaire. That's what Jim, uh, Sir, Sir Jim Ratcliffe 
Uh, and he also wants to take over the football operations for the club and wants a board, uh, a, a, or they're having a board meeting. I'm sure he's going to get board seats and all that kind of stuff. So that's, um, that is a, a wild offer out there. I thought that was big news. And then of course, uh, the U S uh, men's national team beat Ghana four to nothing. And speaking of Messi, wrapping it back to him, dude scored two more goals for Argentina who has had a perfect run so far in their world cup qualifying. Uh, so good on him. And, uh, it's, you know, I'm happy to see he's injury free and scoring goals again. Here we go. Turns out it's not just MLS defenders who can't stop the greatest player in the world. Shocking yeah. Development. Yeah. They, uh, they defeated Peru on uh, Tuesday, uh, the reigning world champions, Argentina. So what a great year. It's going to be, it's going to be such an exciting season here with the MLS as we close up uh, the regular season and start the playoffs. Uh, international stuff is starting to get really exciting again. I think Burhalter just um, recorded like a, a record amount of wins uh, for uh, for the U.S. men's national team. So, yeah, man, things things are good. What are you most looking forward to in the coming months? I'm just really looking forward to seeing what this team looks like when Bradley Carnell gets to sit back, hone his game plan on one team, and then put out the healthiest 11-man squad that he has, plus the three or four impact subs he inevitably will put in, usually almost at the exact right amount, right, right time, to change the game. That's going to be fascinating to me. And obviously seeing how he utilizes that depth of, across those three games, you know, does does he change up the the looks he gives teams and really just seeing, you know, how much the eight, nine matchup maybe changes and, you know, who comes out of the eight, nine matchup, how much that really changes, you know, my feelings towards that game, because, you know, it, it's obviously it's, it's a wide Delta. We were just talking about it earlier in the podcast. It's a wide Delta. It's a, the large list of teams, that could be coming to City Park for round one for potentially two games. And I, I really think that depending on you know who it is, it's, it's kind of going to very much change, one, how intrigued I am by the matchup, and two, how potentially worried I am by the matchup. Yeah, and it wasn't a perfect season. We had a few no. flat-footed moments, but for the most part, what we saw from this team, even though they were a new team, they uh, reacted to pressure really well. And playoffs mm -hmm. are pressure. There's a lot of pressure there. So I'm excited to see who steps up. We've had so many, uh, I mean, Jackson, uh, Sam, I mean, all these guys that, you know, started the season wherever, or maybe even on the bench and have like stepped up in like high pressure situations. And this team just reacts to pressure really, really, really well. Uh, so that is what I'm most excited about is seeing who, um, you know, what, what unexpected player uses that pressure, eats it like fuel and, uh, and, and comes out as uh, absolute hometown hero here. Uh, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be exciting to see how they react and I'm looking forward to it. I, they're, it, they're just so much fun to watch. And that's, that's the thing I think was so important for them from the get go was be interesting, be intriguing, be something that people who maybe, you know, aren't the biggest soccer fans can get into and get down with. And I think if, if you give City a chance, even if you're not the biggest soccer fan, I don't know how you didn't come away with being at least intrigued by the kind of soccer they're playing. And speaking of actually, speaking of the soccer they're playing, I don't know if you saw this video. I'm, 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 I'm pulling it right now um, from City's Twitter. Did you see the video of Bradley Carnell out on the training field earlier today? No, I missed it. What I mean, if this doesn't make you think, wow, we have the right coach and this guy's going to win some playoff games, I don't know what will. This is an incredible run. Bradley Carnell jumped in some drills and absolutely showed off. This is incredible, Moon. I think you of all people are going to go absolutely crazy at some of the moves that Carnell pulls off in this. Wait, wait, wait! 
The slide, Dude. the slide tackles, the behind the back, the little step over moves. What was your yeah. favorite part, Moon? Dude can move. I think he did a little Ronaldinho flip flap with his left there. Did I he do a little so, flip flap? Yeah. Oh I my so. goodness, coach is flip flapping. That's ridiculous, man. <laughs> How yeah, amazing was that? That's exciting. I I had seen a, a couple clips of him kind of on the sideline, you know, like bringing down a ball, one touch and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, all right, you know, we got no knee issues. I got knee issues. This guy's like <laughs> sliding on his players. I love it. Um. But yeah, that's the, we we got the right guy, and if we, I, I think yeah, we knew right. that like week two, week three. Um, yeah, man, I, this is this is just so exciting. And like you said, just before you play the clip, uh, you know they wanted to play interesting football. They wanted to play interesting soccer and and put on an interesting show. And they've been an interesting and exciting team. And I think they're they not only I mean, we knew that the excitement was going to be great. Like I said, even if we finish mid table uh, here in this city with this fandom and this history here, this deep history we have in St. Louis. Uh, but the really cool thing is seeing a lot of my friends that are from other cities that would not have cared um, getting excited about the team because they are exciting to watch, not just because their buddies rooting for them or they're doing well. They're putting on good shows They're putting on good, good, uh, uh, good games. You know what I mean? And that's, that's something to really be proud of um, as as a fan and and as a player, anybody associated with the organization. They really put this together and they delivered. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to us. Uh, we will see you next week with the result of this last regular season game and the uh, the big kickoff. I, uh, I hope somebody grabs me one of those 2023 playoff signs, the All for City playoff signs that they're giving out at that party on Sunday. Uh, but until then, Rocchio, what do you say we get a goal? Oh!